You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi guys, welcome back to Not Basic Blonde podcast. Opioid crisis has been a huge issue in our country. It has been taking so many lives. If you are someone suffering from addiction, this episode is a must-listen. My guest is Jackie Siegel, Queen of Versailles, sharing her story and we're raising awareness about the opioid epidemic. So tune in, guys, to find out. Hi, Jackie. How are you? Welcome to Not Basic Blonde podcast. Oh, my God. I'm so honored to be here today. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, thank you so much. It's my pleasure. I'm so excited. Thank you. Would you please tell our listeners about yourself? Well, um, I'm actually in my closet right now. So so it's so great to be in touch with um, you and the outside world for a change because uh, we're actually quarantining ourselves right now because my husband's he's older and and stuff and we want to keep him safe. He runs Westgate Resorts. So I'm his uh, wife and everyone knows me as the Queen of Versailles, which we have that documentary named the Queen of Versailles that's all over like Netflix and Hulu and uh, and Amazon and all that. You know, I did make a follow up to that movie uh, called The Princess of Versailles, which is um, quite an amazing and touching, I, I guess you could call it a movie. Um, I did it basically with my cell phone and it's very raw, but it was um during a tough time, like when when our teenage daughter passed away from a drug overdose, it kind of covers all that. So we didn't really want cameras around. But I, I have a very important message to share with the the Princess of Versailles, which is on my YouTube channel, which is um the real Queen of Versailles on YouTube. Yeah, I watched it, and it was. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was it was raw. It's right? Like, hot, yeah. Um, yeah, like I didn't have any hair or makeup or anything. I mean, I just lost my daughter and I didn't care about that. All I cared about is sharing our pain with the rest of the world of how terrible these drugs that are on the streets now are. I mean, they're they're laced with fentanyl and uh, and, and just like chemicals, even like some of these drug dealers 
they're mi mixing in like uh, any powder that they get, like like Drano and stuff, for God's sake, which which cleans the pipes, the plumbing in the house you know it's like it's really gross yeah they just don't know what they're getting right now and the thing is like right now more people because of this COVID-19 and being in quarantine people that are susceptible to depression and substance abuse or alcoholism or anything like that or suicide they are they're subject to falling in that path because they're they're alone. I know a few parents that just lost uh, a few kids in the past during this um, epidemic to to uh, their kids from drug overdose, and a couple of my teenage kids uh, they lost like three friends during this whole whole thing in the past four months. So it's it's really um, you know COVID nineteen you know that's all on the top of the news, but the drug epidemic is I think probably more people might be dying from that right now than the actual um, COVID-19 virus. I, I'm not, I don't know for sure, but it seems that way in my world. Yeah, I was born in Russia and i never known about opioid crisis till I came here and all this crisis was, you know, prescription pills and all that what's going on here. And I was shocked, like, because I watched a few documentaries and three of my friends died the same month in April of 2015 or 2016 from overdose. But these people were not even look like junkie or any of that. No, but isn't that crazy? Because I don't know what they overdosed on. Was it like a pill or was it a powder or? Some of them just... I think painkillers, but some of them, I don't know all the details because they were not even disclosing details because, mm -hmm. you know, they have to go through body and the process and then it's only disclosed to close family and friends. So some of them were not, it's just the rumors were after, but I'm sure that was some of those, like, for sure. Well, it's really crazy. Like, all I can say is like, um, well, I'm, I'm now like in my 50s. Hopefully I look younger. <laughs> but uh, everyone will have to watch my YouTube stuff to figure that one out, like to just make their own choices <laughs> or own opinions. Of me. <laughs> I've lost all of my friends basically that experimented or partied like that with like recreational drugs. Most of them are, are they, they most, I lost most of my friends in their 40s. Um, all the ones that are left are the ones that didn't buy drugs off the streets and have the, that type of addiction. It's really sad. Even after my daughter Victoria died. One of my friends was addicted to opioids. She was three years clean. And after Victoria passed away, she was so sad about that. She had an old prescription and, and she did some pills, Percocets or something. But her body was a virgin to the dose that she had normally taken from three years before. And she just took the, the pills just to kind of escape you know, kind of like someone doing a shot of vodka or something, you know, and it, and it killed her. So I lost her, Victoria, and like a, a great friend, um, just like within a couple of weeks. And I tell you, it's really rough out there. And that's why, like, I decided to do everything that I'm doing right now with our foundation and book that we came out with. We have two books, actually. And I'm also working on another documentary and, and stuff. I mean, I've got so much going on, even though like we're in confinement, but I'm I'm actually doing a lot of work. I'm trying to be productive. Oh, and that's one thing I wanted to say to people that are feeling a little down right now. They they need to use this time when, you know, they encourage people to stay home. 
if you have any creativity um, to use those outlets, whether it's keeping a journal, writing things down, you know, because you can always like publish your memoirs. You don't have to be a great writer. I mean, my, my daughter uh, with the Victoria's Voice, her diary, we published her diary and it's word for word and it's on Amazon. It's called Victoria's Voice and it shows her diary from when she was um, 12 years old before she did drugs and it follows her journey through when she did drugs and then uh, then died of the drug overdose but it shows her whole journey and it's all through the eyes of a teenager and I think so many teenagers couldn't connect with what she was going through you know the feelings of hopelessness or not good enough all their stuff that they keep inside bottled up in their beautiful brains you know that their parents don't even know about so this this book would be really good for them. And then also like with um, the parents, if they read the Victoria's Voice, they'll see that we, uh, we were totally blind that our daughter was doing drugs. Maybe this can be an eye opener for them to understand that their kids could be as great of an actor as our daughter was and hide that they're doing drugs and open their eyes and have a heart to heart with their kids. I mean, my husband would say, maybe get them drug tested, you know, and see what they say. You know, most of them would say, oh, no, you don't have to worry about me. But the, those are probably the ones that you have to worry about, you know. My parents were so strict on me. I was not allowed to go anywhere. I was not allowed to be outside till like 9 p.m. <laughs> they oh. were so hard on me. And if I wouldn't talk or wouldn't say anything, it would just stay quiet, they would make me talk. I mean, it's hard because teenagers are teenagers and you never know what's in their head. That's why it's just, they might look normal, but you never know. Well, that's the thing that... Um... The parents, and I encourage all, all parents to like make their, their kids talk to them. Try to be their best friend. You know, make sure I know everyone's got busy lives and all this, but try to take that time, even if it's um, once a week, have it be like um, your, your kid's night, whether you have one kid or 10 kids. You know, have it be a night for them. Um, and if you have a lot of kids, it's, it's good to try to take a private time you know, once a, at least once a month. I mean, it depends on how busy people are and stuff. I mean, I, I, I mean, I had a family of eight, eight kids and it was like pretty stressful, but they, it's, it's good to try to make that time for them and, and just get to know your kids and have them open up because you don't know if they're being bullied at school and they're afraid to go to school and they might be, do something just to fit in, you know? And you also have a book Oliver Uncollared. Please tell us more about the book. Well, Oliver Uncollared, that's off Amazon. And it's actually just a whimsical book. We, um, we had a dog named Oliver. And when Victoria passed away, our twins were only eight years old. So they spent um, some time. Oh, oh that, that's not Oliver. <laughs> that's actually my daughter Victoria's dog. Yeah, he's like one of the um, from a dog from the animal shelter that I inherited <laughs> after she passed away. Um, but he's very attached to me. He's got like um, he was there when she died, so now he's attached to me, and he's like afraid to leave my side because you know, he's afraid of people taking my body away. So he's got that anxiety going on. But anyways, um, Oliver on collar, um, the the twins wrote this book they didn't really understand death especially a death of a a sibling who they were eight years old and their older sister was 18 no one saw it coming and they just wrote like a book to try to be happy and 
understand a little bit about death and all. And the book is basically kind of like the, the movie Home Alone. But in this case, the dog is left home alone. Kind of like all our, our names are in there. Like So our whole family takes a trip to the Bahamas and we forget the dog. And it go, just goes through the dog's adventures. So this movie is kind of like for um, like probably 8 to um, 15 years old or 16. And it's just kind of fun. And one of the nice things about the um, book is they can choose the happy ending or the sad ending, which is in the last chapter. The people reading it, they also have like things to do, like like how to make like some green edible slime, um, um, tips for um, coping with sadness and loss, some activities at the end, like um, making um, decorated um, flip-flops or homemade treats for the dogs, you know, made out of like coconut flour, like healthy treats, like coconut flour and peanut butter and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's just a fun book, you know, for, it's, it's a story um, by tweens for tweens, where you choose your own ending, Oliver and Collard. And then of course, I mentioned the Victoria's Voice book, which is our, our raw version of our daughter's diary, which she, her dying wish, if she ever did an overdose, was to publish her diary. And it took me um, about four years to publish it, to actually get the courage to share her most secret, intimate, what was going on in her brain. Kind of rough as a mother to do, but I, it was her dying wish, and, and I did it for her. And But since then, when she passed away, we, we formed the Victoria's Voice Foundation, which is uh, Victoria Siegel Foundation.org is the name of her website. The, the, the problem is um, I tried to get the victoriasvoice.com, uh, but the, the guy wouldn't sell it to me. Like, he was like... I. I don't even know what he's doing with it. He has no need for it. He's not even using it. Where I've got a greater mission in life, but that's what he wants to do. Victoria's um, voice, we just had a huge gala and raised several million dollars for our foundation um, back in September. And unfortunately, we can't throw a, a, a big event this year. But I've been even like on Australian news. I mean, all over the world. I mean, it's been insane. I think the only one I have been on is like the Russian TV <laughs> but maybe maybe that'll be next That's although some of my some of my contestants um I get them in the Russian newspapers uh, oh really so, so yeah yeah and Mrs. Moldova I because yeah, I run beauty Russian I run you were Mrs. Moldova I don't know her, but one time I was on the cover of Russian magazine <laughs> 10 years ago yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Holy cow. Um, my friend Tatiana. Um, yeah, she was Mrs. Moldova in the, my Mrs. World pageant because we host Mrs. Florida, um, Mrs. America, and Mrs. World. And if anyone else um, wants to enter any of our state pageants with the Mrs. America, Mrs. World system, I mean, they can contact my assistant. And one thing nice about our pageant is our foundation supports it. The platform is about saving lives and bringing awareness about the drug epidemic and keeping our youth free from drugs and stuff. So yeah, this beauty pageant would be great. You know, it, um, if anyone listening wants to enter, um, the age is um, 18 to 55, really a wonderful, wonderful thing. And then whoever wins the, pa- the state pageant goes automatically a, a all expense paid trip to our resort in Las Vegas for Mrs. America. And then if they win that, then they go to Mrs. World. So, oh, wow. That's nice. yeah, so it's, it's, it's quite, 
quite fun. What kind of programs does your foundation offer? The the programs that we offer, um, so that's the thing. When we started the foundation, we thought, you know, what are we going to do? Like, because we didn't know our daughter was going to die, and and we told people instead of sending flowers, we'll just start a foundation. What we um, did, and you'll see what you you well you already saw, but your um, listeners. When, when they watch The Princess of Versailles, we found out there's a Lazarus drug out there, which means Lazarus, you can um, bring someone back to life. Anyone that does an overdose of, of the opioid pills, painkillers, heroin, anything like that, they can be turning blue. If they have this drug called Narcan, which is a, like a nose spray, or, you, or it can be like a injection, like in any muscle, like their knee or arm or whatever but but the easiest one everyone likes the more the nose spray it brings them back to life because it blocks the drug the neurons in the brain from getting the drug all of a sudden because they could be like already have taken their last breath and it brings them back to life and then they can tell you exactly like who they got the drug from what they did but you only have like a two-hour window so you got to get them to the emergency room to flush out their system so we got that passed and we got over a billion dollars for all the first responders like police and ambulances to have this available for them and then we thought you know now what what are we going to do you know because we've already done that well, now, now what we've done is, because we, we want to keep moving forward, you know, like we don't want to say, oh, you know, we accomplished something and that's it. So we're starting um, this club called the Victory Club. And what it is, is it's a club that we give children incentive to not do drugs. And what they, all they have to do is to, when they join the club, just to be willing to take random drug tests okay i mean some some of them the ones that don't want to are probably the ones that really need to be in the club but the incentives that we have in high schools we're going to work on getting them preferred parking spots um, we're trying to get them we're working with iHeartRadio. radio um, we have partnerships with the raiders out in las vegas uh, dea is a partner and sinclair is a partner um, we're going to do a lot of social media with influencers and we, we've also got like we're working on deals with, with car insurance like car insurance how much is car insurance for a typical teenager I don't like know, probably it depends for, for maybe a hundred dollars or something at least uh, I, I would i would think it would be more so we're, we're, we're going to work on discounts for car insurance for every member so the the benefit that they're all going to be getting is going to hopefully incentivize them to join the club and, and not do drugs opioid and like addictions in us is so common especially like some of the healthiest guys athletes they were just put on medicine because they had pain but then they turn out to be like overdosing and dying from it so it's so common here and i know i've seen i watched the documentary on the drug you were talking about and it does create miracle i've seen the people like getting up right away when they just like do a shot or so i'm so i'm really um i have a, a much confidence we've gotten so much and we're so well received all of the um most of the schools in um las vegas are, are gonna be have their kids on the victory clause um i'm working like with liberty university i'd like to get them to um they have a hundred thousand students so i mean we're we're really going like at every angle I've got influencers that 
are already influencing the kids. I, I've already have kids that are taking a pledge to, to not do drugs. And we don't even have all the incentives in line yet, but they just want to be a part of this great thing that we're doing and be kind of the founding members. So it's really quite extraordinary, the response that we're getting. And the DEA, um, they're excited because here it's something they don't have to pay for and we're doing all the work, you know? <laughs> yeah, you support it. And it's free. And it's a great thing. And then we also have, you know, we're trying to finish Versailles, which everyone always wants to know about. Yeah. We, you know, the, the biggest home in America. Yeah, I've seen it. It's huge. I don't know how many thousand square feet is that? What was it, 18,000 or how many? I forgot. No, almost, well, over 90,000. Oh, 90,000, yeah. Yeah. But in your country, you probably use meters, but... Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty big, but... I almost think it's not big enough. But. <laughs> but you have so many children. How do you keep up with all of them? Oh, my God. I, I know I had um, eight kids in nine years. Wow. It's just like one after another. Yeah, it was hard to... I felt like like I had my whole closet was just filled with pregnancy clothes. But at least it's easy because they're stretchy. <laughs> <laughs> How did you decide to film the Princess of Versailles the documentary? I just felt like I was, I was very traumatized, felt I owed it to my daughter to remember her and, you know, and as it turned out, it, it was just like a, a good thing. I mean, already like almost, I think a quarter of a million people watched it already and I haven't really publicized it. I haven't done like a campaign to publicize it, but people are watching it and I think it really serves its purpose because it makes people cry in the end. Like it, anyone that's doing drugs, I think it makes them think like, wow, it's the people that you leave behind when, when you die of a drug overdose are the ones that suffer their whole lives. Because the person that, that dies of the drug overdose, I mean, hopefully, you know, they're up in heaven and at peace, but everyone all the loved ones left on earth are the ones that, that suffer so i mean i really think it can give people strength i really do and i, I hope people watch it but if they could all share it with someone else or share you know yeah. share the link i mean it's a free movie i'm not i'm not making any money off of it yeah yeah but it's the princess of versailles they have to because if they type in queen of versailles i mean it's going to come up with the wrong movie I watched it. It did make me cry too, and especially the book Victoria's voice, her message that she sent to, I mean, she told her boyfriend to to read after. It was just yeah, right? amazed how smart she was and how she wrote everything. Yeah, I mean, my my daughter, um, Victoria, who passed away. Uh, she she all she was doing like, like Xanax, and she would buy the Xanax um, at school from this guy that had a pill press. He would make the Xanax at home and bring it to school like zanny bars like those big long ones which is probably you know if someone doesn't know what that is it's like four pills in one pill so a bar so you can break it up into four pills but they all just take the whole pill so she got addicted to that so when she thought she overdosed on that but she survived she was at a friend's house then she came to me and she said mom i need to go to rehab and it's like what and i i didn't believe her but i said if that's what you want me to do but i, I mean i never saw her do drugs so, you know i don't i never saw her popping xanax i didn't know but i took her me and grandma took her and and she detoxed in there and she was truly like her tolerance was very high and she was on very high doses and it's a good thing she went there because if she had tried to not take it, 
she would have well at that time died of probably a seizure because you have to like wean yourself off of drugs slowly can't just go cold turkey in in rehab she met a 26 year old heroin addict a bad guy who since passed away by the way from a drug overdose she got infatuated with him and uh he had no intentions of getting clean he was in there because he was court ordered to be in there and when they got out uh he introduced her to heroin and they started doing heroin together and a month later she was dead and then yeah, and then he died like about the next, like a year later. Oh my God, so sorry to hear that. So yeah, it's, so it's really a bad thing. He moved up to Tennessee after Victoria passed away, did a drug overdose. I don't know what he was doing up there, but he wandered off. He lived up in the woods and wandered off in the woods and passed out. And the animals ate him. It was oh kind God. of a gruesome death. Yeah, a, hi- a hiker found his body. Yeah, so you know, drugs are, nowadays drugs are bad. I mean, I mean, I, I think like, you know, when people would just smoke marijuana and, and that's it, like not laced, that's all fine. And especially for like the medicinal people and you get things off the street and you don't know what, what things are laced with, you know? And it's like some people get hooked on them because some doctors not even knowing the cause or not even going deep into their problem. They just prescribing it because they have some pain, but they right. don't know where the pain coming from. So they don't actually diagnose like what's the root of the cause of the pain and then people some people get addicted to them but it's such a shame that um you know that the pain remedies can cause death i mean yeah i wish um they could come up with something else that wasn't a health risk procedures that can be done for pain it's just some doctors choose not to do it it just depends on the doctor for some of them it's easier to do my boyfriend is a pain doctor and he does he weans people off the medicine by doing the procedures and by doing different options patients that he sees every day come to him he was like how is this person is still breathing they they're been on three medications which are not even it shouldn't compatible be drafted. yeah right because sometimes when you mix them is what can be lethal you people, know yeah some people are on oxygen machines why because the medication causing them blood pressure like dropping the blood pressure and they can't breathe well because of the medication mm-hmm. well if you get off the medication you can breathe fine you don't need oxygen machine. oh my god yeah yeah that's why like it depends on the doctor in this case but it's just the system the whole system and it's just easier for some people and you know some people doctors are really busy they don't know or just maybe don't have enough experience opioid crisis in america it's crazy especially how many documentaries there are everywhere about it and they yeah. still try to do something about it but still i mean it's still there but i tell you when, once people get hooked i mean it's really really like it's so hard to get off it, it's really really just from yeah. from my experience like um with friends and all and it's it's a, i think it's like a battle you know for the rest of your life yeah and it's so easily prescribed here like you have tooth pain or something they just give it to you like no thank you i don't want that but you know people like you and your boyfriend and and us i mean we're all doing what we can to uh, like educate people you know i think the big thing is for is, is like that we educate people because you know, I, I'm not about like telling people what they can and can't do, you know, but I think, you know, it's important for people to be able to make their own decisions. I mean, because the minute like I go on a, like I say, okay, I'm going on a diet or someone tells me, oh, you can't eat that bread. It's like, if I want to eat the bread, 
leave me alone. Like I just get more pissed off. Like it bothers me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just want to like go against every, all the rules. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm telling like, no, you can't do that. You know? So it's almost like, I, I, I almost feel like showing like people examples and, and stuff so they can make their own wise choices and, and also um, let them know like outlets that they can go to and stuff. And oh, and also if anyone wants to like follow me, everything my my Facebook, Instagram. I think I've got like TikTok. I think it's it's all the real Queen of Versailles. You have to put the in front of it. The real Queen of Versailles. Because mm-hmm. of course, anything that I wanted to use for my social media or website, it was already taken. I don't know why they would want my name, but they do. And what advice can you give to someone? Well, I think kind of going back to the beginning, um, the, the main thing with anyone is to have, whether you work or don't work, um, is to have some sort of a, like a purpose in life, even if it's a hobby. Like right now, like I, I even got like a little down like during this being on lockdown. My husband's the one like keeping me on lockdown. <laughs> I think he likes it actually, but um, cause it's been about four months. So I started painting and I got the kids painting and um, people are wanting to buy our paintings. I mean, so, and, and it kind of like, it's like feeling you're like, you're moving forward and doing something and whether it, you know, someone's like, maybe they're not into painting, but maybe they like to go out um, hiking you know, like um, just doing outdoor activities and you never know, you might turn in, in your local region, you start your own um, Instagram or something with hiking and learn the plants or something, you know, the terrain people that go like in your area might be looking for hiking trails and you can be like a, a hiking guide. I mean, just like simple things like that. And that's what people are looking for. People are looking for, uh, you know, smaller groups where they can do activities or if someone wants to give like a lesson on something or um, if you've got, if you want, or want to learn an instrument, that was a great time to learn how to play an Instagram. There's plenty of YouTube videos and, um, and you can also, once you, you know, or if you already play, you can give lessons online, exercise classes. I mean, there's just really, if you can be creative, definitely, um, hopefully that's the incentive um, for you to, Get out there and do something with your life. Don't become like a, a couch potato. I mean, you can also catch up on like, you know, your TV shows or whatever, but try to do something productive where you're proud of yourself. And again, like even if it's just writing your own memoirs, because you can always publish it and Amazon's a great platform to publish your books. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Um, they just um, print to order. I mean, so it's great. So, or if you make your own movies or whatever, like I, I, I just made a, a little film with, with my girls. Shoot, I'm, I wasn't prepared to talk about it, but it's, it's going to be called like, I think um, like the ghost hunters or something that's going to be on my YouTube channel. So I'm doing, and, and I bought my own lighting and, and it was um, pretty low budget, but it's really cute. And we hunted for a real ghost and, we did see some things, so it's pretty cool. When is it coming out? Probably in about a month. It'll be on my um, um, YouTube channel, which is The Real Queen of Versailles. I'm going to post everything there. So that's if everyone goes there. And also, I was on a movie on, the, on my YouTube channel called The Night Terror. So anyone that watches my stuff, they'll see The Night Terror on there. 
Oh, and also, um, I'm going to, me and my husband and a couple of my kids, we just shot another episode of Below, well, I'm not allowed to talk about it yet. Oh, I, I've seen, I've seen you on it. Below Jack, yeah. Before. Um, I'm not really allowed to talk about, but I, I, I'm going to be on it this fall too. And, but the one I was just on was on um, a couple of days ago on Bravo. Yeah. But then I'm going to be on, on the next season, but I, I'm just not allowed to promote it because they do their own promotions, I guess. Okay. So tell everyone, don't, don't tell anyone. No. <laughs> <laughs> and where can our listeners find you? So the queen of Rosales is all your handles, right? Instagram handle. The, 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 the real queen of Versailles. Real queen. Okay. Thank you so Even much. Even my YouTube, my YouTube TV show too. My, my channel, mm-hmm. The Real Queen of Versailles. Thank you so much, Jackie. That was my pleasure. It was fun. Aww. Thank you so much. That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. And you can find me on Instagram. It's not basic blonde underscore or NBB podcast. To show some extra love, tag NBB podcast on your Instagram stories. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.